And uh, welcome everyone to Haunting Live Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. And we have reached episode number 14 of season 2 already. And uh, things are flying by here this year. But uh, thank you everyone for tuning in and listening in this week. Uh, We do have a special guest here with us. We have uh, Cindy Tryon, medium, joining us here. And she's going to be talking to us about what she does as a medium, how she got into mediumship and all that. So... We'll bring her on in just a minute. But first of all, as always, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and following us on social media and all that. Uh, We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And also you can listen to us on the podcast apps later on. So, um, but with that, guys, thank you for tuning in this weekend. We appreciate that. And um, let's just bring in Cindy here now and uh, get started with her interview today. Hi there, Cindy. I'm great, thanks. How are you today? Uh, doing great. Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you taking the time out and joining us here on Haunting Life Podcast. I know we were supposed to have you on earlier, but uh, glad you were able to join us here today. Thanks for having me again. It's uh, great that we connect. Yeah, I'm glad to connect as well on this beautiful uh, long Easter weekend. Um, I know you're out away on uh, vacation there, but thank you for taking time out for coming and joining us here as well. Uh, first of all, let's get started into how you started to become a medium and sort of what got you into the field. Was there something that drew you into becoming a medium or what started you in the mediumship field? Well, when I was little, I used to know things, feel things and see things. And from, I, I think my first memory was as a five-year-old seeing a man past the bottom of my bed and going into a bathroom that I had in my room that was called a water closet and me yelling out to my dad thinking it was him and him saying to me from another room to be quiet and go to sleep. Um, So, and we just had a lot of experiences in that house that we'd had that no one could explain to me. So it was very different um, for me, but throughout the years I had many, different things that popped up in my world, like being able to know when I was gonna be in a car accident and the injuries that we were all gonna have a day before and just feelings and things I picked up. But quite frankly, I thought I might be a little bit on the crazy side, not really knowing what it was. It wasn't until I was in my twenties and I actually was using tarot cards and my sister would invite me for dinner. So she would say, bring your cards and come down for dinner. And I would go and visit her. She would send me to her basement and many of her friends would come and have readings um, with me. And then I would pick up on energies around them. And I was able to say, you know, feel a grandfather and a message that they'd had or many other um, um, people that would just come and visit them to pass on messages for them. So from there, um, she sort of kicked me out of her basement. And then I started going to different people's homes and eventually opening up a little bit of a business where, you know, I did both tarot and medium readings for people. That sounds wonderful. Like you got into the field and they sounded supportive of you, of you at least when you started getting into it. 
Was that the case? Were they extra supportive? Did they help push you through and stuff like that? So funny you should say that because it was um, probably eight or nine years ago before my hometown community actually realized that I did readings because I would never come any closer to two hours away because I was always afraid of how people would view me, how they would um, judge me. And it was like coming out of the closet, literally. So I just, you know, I kept it to myself. And then as soon as I embraced truly who I was and what I did, it just made my circle a whole lot bigger. This is, this is what I do. And I love what I do. And that's probably what makes it the most fun. I never work a day in my life. I just have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, was there a time too that you found it difficult to come out to tell people that you did this sort of thing? Was there any sort of backlash at all with it? Or was it more a positive reception? So you all will always have the people that are the doubters, the ones that like to test you, the ones that, you know, they roll their eyes at you. And I've learned throughout the years that that's their journey. That's not my journey. And the people who embrace what we do will come and connect with us. And they're usually the ones that have the best experiences because they're so connected in, not to say that the people that don't, um, you know, or, or doubt don't have a good experience, but I kind of feel that usually they're more shocked and then they go away and then they'll come back and call you up and say, Hey, you know, remember you told me. And I'm like, uh, no, I don't remember that. I don't remember every single reading, but most often they'll come back and talk to me um, about it. So you'll have people that embrace what you do. And then you have some people that will take a wide berth and, you know, they you know, sometimes distance himself, but that's, it is what it is, right? Yeah, definitely. I think it takes some time for people to actually have that moment in their life where they actually need to come for a reading, not just want to have one for fun or something like that. They actually need to have that moment in their life where they say, okay, I need this right now. And then they come to you or another medium and it just says like, okay, well, I don't really understand it at this time, but later on, they realize the connection that they made with you. Do you have a, a lot of those experiences? A lot of those types of clients come to you and come back and say, well, yeah, later on this happened to me and you said that it would? Many times we will have that. You know, a lot of times people will get um, signed up with me as a gift or their friends are going, so they just sort of tag along and they, they will say to you, I really don't know why I'm here today. And my thing is, well, just relax. You know, we'll try to cover as many things as we can in your world. And then perhaps we'll bring some people in that would like to say hello to you. Um, so, and, you know, many times their experiences, you know, um, surprise, you know, or they may laugh or they may have some tears. We never know what the, you know, the experience is, but, Throughout the years, I've been able to have a lot of people that have gone away and come back with um, things that just validate their experience with me, where they've been able to say, you know, um, you told me this and I, you know, had no connection to it and I walked away and then it made sense. Not everything in a reading is going to make sense the day that they come. 
um, because you know you try to look in the future for them and then with the mediumship we're always surprised sometimes who comes sometimes we're not um i think the ones that you know are the hardest are you know the families that have lost loved ones it's usually my heart by the time i'm finished the day hurts just as much as theirs does yeah, definitely the ones that have lost someone or that have had tragedy in their life and they want to come back and find answers to those questions. Um, those are often the hardest ones, especially for the medium too, giving that reading because it's coming through you to them. So um, how do you develop your ability? So from day to day, um, is there certain rituals that you like to do or are there certain techniques that you like to use to keep your abilities fresh in your mind for that kind of thing? So I do, I, I do meditating, but not the meditate. I, maybe I should qualify that. So I, when I meditate, it's more, I connect in, I call in my guides to help me. But a lot of what I do is I focus on my gratitude. Um, I focus on things that um, my positive affirmations. And then I have a couple of little poems that I read myself. And I really take the time to bring energy in to be in the room with me. And I always ask that we're doing things for the highest good of each person. So, and I want true and correct information so that when everything comes in that I want it to be a positive experience for each person. Um, I'm not the doom and gloom person. And, you know, I'm, you know, I do my best to make sure I set that intention before. So, and I try, all the time to grow myself um, and expand how I do things and you know what I did today would be maybe totally different tomorrow so I'm always trying to find things to make this more interesting for other people and even for myself to keep it fresh yeah no that's a wonderful way to do it I think is to keep a uh, positive intuition so try to put out there what you want to get back out of it so um, that's a great way to sort of do it, so to meditate and to try to put a positive spin on things. Um, do you find your clients often get what they want when they come to you? Do you find that they get, have a positive experience when they come to see you? Most, I would say the majority of my people um, have very po positive experiences. And I do my best to make sure everybody that sits across from me or is on the other line of the telephone that we connect in, um, you know, it's not often, you know, I think that, that sometimes they may not get what they want to hear right off the bat, but then they understand down the road. And that's where I always get that feedback down the road. You know, you told me this and I didn't um, feel that, you know, that connection at that time, but however, here it is down the road. Right. So um, like I say, I tried to do the positive the positive spin on everything and I explained to everybody that the readings that we give to that everybody has a choice right so your essence has you know the ability to say yes I accept this or no I don't so even if I see something that you know they may need to work on or change it's up to them to sort of look at that and say yes I'm going to embrace this or no I'm not positive or negative right so if it's something that we can help them change to make their, you know, the best possible way 
for themselves down the road, then we're going to do that, right? So, um, you know, whatever obstacle they have um, or whatever they have going on in their lives, right? Yep, so true. So I think, like I was saying earlier too, I think they come to each person they go to see for a reason and that reason may not be realized right away. It may be realized later on, but it's definitely for a reason. Um, do you find that, do you have any guides or anything that kind of guide you? Do you follow any guides, advice or anything like that? So I always ask my guides and I, I feel I work with many guides. Um, so I ask them to be present with me. So it's almost like I go into sort of a workshop and I go down and I have them. It's almost like I tell them to go to their screens to give me the information that we need. But I also ask them to go and meet each guide for the person coming in. So there's a clear connection or communication. So that we're connecting with their guides and their people that we need to work with. So, um, and by doing that, I feel like maybe the line might be a bit clearer when we're chatting to them and uh, it just works for me that way. Yeah, definitely. I find that too, like when you communicate with your guys, they kind of help push you on the right path. So I think that would work with each individual client that you see as well. Um, so let's move on to sort of uh, what you use day to day for your mediumship and how you continue to develop that mediumship ability that you have. Um, do you use anything like tarot cards or do you use any kind of devices or do you kind of just go with it day to day as you develop? So I always start with the tarot cards. I've had my deck for many years. Um, they're taped up. So um, they have lots of tape on them. Um, and I bring them with me pretty much everywhere. So they've traveled, you know, everywhere I've been. They've been to Hong Kong, they've been to the Philippines, they've been to Bali with me. I take them everywhere with me, they're my babies. So I always start with them. Um, and I start writing down for some reason, I, I write down the person, so their little stick figure, and I always start with the person's name and that's how I connect in. That's as soon as their name is written down, it's a vibration that I can't explain that sort of opens a door for me. And then I'll write things. I get little, it's like shorthand for me. I always say to people, it's like playing trades with my guides because I get symbols and signs and pictures in my head and that's how it works. Um, so, and then I've learned over the years what those symbols mean. So for instance, you know, um, they may throw to me a daffodil and that's always my symbol that, you know, we might have a cancer, you know, someone with cancer. So we, we connect with that. A bloodstone for me is, you know, I need to look at someone's, um, you know, I could be looking at diabetes or, you know, um, filtration system with someone. Um, I, when I connect into each child in the family too. So I'll have a message for each of, you know, their children. So, um, you know, they, we talk about that and family member um, and pets too. I always go into pets. So we always talk about people's pets because they usually have a message for, for the person that I'm talking to. And while I'm doing that, that's when I'm hearing from a lost one, you know, it might be a grandmother, it might be a best friend, it might be, it may even be a pet that comes through. Um, so, and I always tell people too, that 
the people that come through have to validate for them that they know that their person. So I'm getting some information from their person that it is, you know, that is mom or that is uncle coming through, um, you know, and sometimes they'll argue with the person. They'll say, oh, no, you know, this is so-and-so. And I'm like, okay, so this is the information I'm getting from them. And they'll go, oh, okay, yep, you're right. So, um, you know, it's every day is different. Every reading is different. And, you know, there's been some crazy ones over the years and you just never know what's coming that day. Yeah, definitely can uh, get some validation that way for sure. Especially if that person is coming through as spirit to your client. Um, you just mentioned that you had some crazy experiences. So do you have anything off the top of your head that you remember that you can talk about for us? Um, probably two stories that, um, are pretty cool. So one, and this goes back to when I was just starting out and just, you know, in my sister's basement and I had a lady come in for a reading and I was doing a reading and I said to her that I have a little boy, he's in a red jumpsuit and he has a fire truck and he's here to see you. And she says, no, I have no idea. I don't recognize that little boy and I go are you sure he's like really showing you and she was like nope so a year goes by and I'm back at my sister's basement and I'm across from this lady and I can feel her anger like it's like hitting me in the gut and I don't know why we haven't even started the reading yet so I said to her I forgot my tea I'll be right back I'm just going to go grab my tea and I said to my sister I said I don't know what it is but that lady's really angry and so my sister grabbed my tea for me and I went back down and as soon as I got back down standing in front of me was the little boy with the red fire truck so I started to laugh and then because I didn't recognize I never remember people and so I said so I said you told me last time you know you didn't recognize this little person and she goes he I did not lose a little boy and I looked at him and he goes no, he says I was 16 or he was older. I might have the number wrong. And he said he fell down. Um, so I relayed that information back to her and, and she's just looking at me. And I said, his name is Adam. And she goes, that's my son. That's my son that passed. And so, you know, but she said, I don't remember, you know, he was older. And I said, Yes. And he said, but that's when I had the most fun. And that's what he said is that, you know, he was trying to show his mom his toys and just memories that he had of the time that he'd had with mom that she didn't connect with, but it was a way to connect with him. And that, so those are stories again, that, you know, um, and of course she gave me the validation with his name and, you know, the stories after it flowed better after, but it was very interesting Another one that I did, and this is going back a few years, I had a lady and a gentleman came into the room, like her husband or ex-husband came in and I couldn't understand what the man was saying at all. He was mumbling and she sat down across from me and I was in this room and he sat on the bed and she's across from me. And I heard a voice behind me and she picked up the cards and she said, oh, you use tarot cards and was very defeated. And I heard a voice that said, hi, mom. And I looked at her and I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I understand that you've lost someone 
close to you? And she goes, yes, I have. And I said, I understand it's a young man. And she goes, yes, it is. And I said, I'm so sorry. I feel like I have a son here. And she goes, we lost our son. Well, this young boy was quite a character. Anyway, he's like so funny. But I said, I turned to the dad and I said, do you have a pen and paper? And he goes, no. So I give it to him. And this young man is firing off shots to me, like go to the closet, get this, do this, do that. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, here you go. You know, you need to do this, this, and this. And then I was like, whoa, stop. I goes, have you guys not had the funeral for him? And they're like, no, it's tomorrow. And I was like, because that's what the list was for was all the things he needed for them to gather for this funeral. And before I had started that day, I said, I have a young man coming to visit some people. And the lady that was hosting said, no, you don't. And sure enough, they had taken somebody else's spot for the day. So it was a day to remember for sure. Yeah, definitely sounds interesting. Like it's strange how spirit can just come and tell you messages and have it validated right away that quickly. I think that seems to be the theme for today is validation. So I'm going to go with that one for today. So um, <laughs> definitely all the stories and themes seem to be coming up validation with spirits. So I wonder if there's something there for me too. Maybe there's some validation coming later today if there's something I don't know. But um, so um, how have that, how has that been for you day to day though? Do you find that in your life? Do you get validation from spirit? Do you get messages all the time like that? So for, I don't get to hear for myself or for my family. Very seldom do I get messages for us. Only if there's something that comes up and usually, you know, it'll be around um, maybe something I'm not supposed to know about and it comes in. So um, another really funny story was I woke up one morning, my husband is on the way to get ready for work. And I said, oh, so your dad came to visit me last night. And he said, oh yeah, what did my dad have to say? And he's all proud of himself. And I said, so your father told me you bought a dump truck. Did you buy a dump truck? And he was like, maybe. And I said, is it a white dump truck? And he goes, uh, yes. So anyway, so that was, so I had to follow him out to his, when he was going to work going, I hope that ends your midlife crisis because we certainly didn't need a dump truck. But the next day we had dinner and we had friends over and just everybody was eating. And I turned to him and I said, who's Angela? And he put down his fork and knife and put his head down. He goes, that's the girl I paid the money to for the dump truck. <laughs> but that's the only time, you know, I get stuff for us because never, I usually don't. I get feelings like, I need to be worried about something or, and that, but I don't often get messages for people close to me. So, and I think that is fair because I feel that, you know, we have an agreement that I shouldn't, you know, this is for other people. So I'm like thankful for that and I'm blessed for what they give me. So, and that. Yeah, no, I think that's good, too, because uh, spirit kind of, I guess, keeps you in line that way, too. It, they kind of, like I was saying, they normally push you in the path, right? So they want you on your journey. And if your journey is to give people messages, they don't want you, I guess, to shift from that path. So 
Um, you said you go more on intuition. Um, can you explain a little bit more in depth how you go day to day, um, sort of developing your intuition and sort of how you use that day to day with your clients? Yes. So I always, everybody has this ability, even though I've been able to develop it more, I'm no different than anyone else. Every, each and every person has that ability to feel things and know things. So in those, are, I always explain to people, those are the gut feelings that you get. Those feelings, those first thoughts, those first impressions that you have, and it sort of comes from gut. So intuition is go down instead of in your head. I always feel that that's ego talking. So, and I tell people, um, you know, to trust the information that's given because that's a whole thing. If we don't trust it, that's when we have this huge debate in our head. Is that true? Is it not? Um, so, you know, and, and when I do that, when I work, it's like, how does it feel? You know, and I've been able to speed the process up, like, you know, like this, where other people are, you know, they take their time with it, but, you know, it's like you walk outside and boom, energy says you forgot something, right? So it's almost like your little guides are already telling you, hey, pay attention. And then you see a flash of your keys on the kitchen counter. So you've already been given that. So you go back and get it. Or the parent that feels that there's something not right with their child at school and they can't settle, right? So, and then they get the phone call that, hey, um, little Sally sick today. Can you come and get Sally? It's those feelings, you know, that we just need to listen to. And what's really kind of cool that I feel for this year with the energy shift out of our Mercury and into the Aquarius energy, our vibration has moved up. It's like we're being downloaded. So we're hearing of people being even able to connect even more this year. So people are going, I'm having these weird experiences and it's almost like daily. I have one or two people that will tell me, won't even believe what happened to me. And it's like, well, yes, this is what's happening with this energy that's coming in right now that, you know, we are all going to have, you know, everything sort of that vibration lift or louder. So a lot more people can hear and have experiences like I do and like so many other people do. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that as well. In fact, uh, one of our past guests just recently, I think it was even on last week's show, um, was mentioning that same thing that she felt as well that things have reached a higher vibration, not just one or two people, but, you know, like the whole earth has kind of like reached a higher vibration level and we are definitely ascending to a different level. Um, have you sensed that as well lately? Have you sensed like a lot more people are reaching that higher vibration? I... And I think how this is going to, how it's going to work is it's like, I want to say, if you were going to Florida, some of us are going to take a plane and we're going to get there in four hours. Some of us are going to take a car ride or a bus and get there in 26 to 30 hours. And then other people are going to walk. I think we're all going to get to the same level or the same vibration. It just depends on how open they are and how willing they are to to embrace it you know we've got um a lot of very interesting things that will be coming up we've got you know sort of you know more galactic energy around us than ever um so which is interesting because i'm sure that you know 
in future, you're going to see that people are going to be talking about, you know, energy that may not be earthbound energy. It might be, you know, from, I'm going to say outer space or whatever, We're going to have that connection. And technology is going to change very rapidly too. But I think the most, um, or the coolest thing is our ability to be able to use telepathic send messages to people and you know where you just know that you're going to run into Mary Jane down the street you've got her flash in her head and you feel that energy or you know you think about I want to buy this new chair and you open up your Facebook or Facebook chair or page, and there that chair is sitting on the marketplace, the exact one that you just thought about, it's right there. Those sort of things are coming up to many people right now, and we're going to see more and more of it. So I think it's fascinating how quickly this is going to happen and what a change it's going to bring to all of us, because I just feel it's going to allow us to connect better as humans and be able to feel other people's energies as well. Yeah, it's funny you should mention that too about uh, manifesting, because I think that's what we also talked about recently as a guest recently. Um, I had a story personally about that because I've had a lot of stuff happen lately to myself about that exact thing. Uh, anything I would think about or manifest or that I would put on my wish list, so to speak, like something that I want, um, I usually find it right away really quickly lately. And I've noticed that it's been something that keeps popping up and popping up. It's like the most recent thing was I wanted a new desk here for the studio for quite a while, like years. And just recently, I decided to go and look again to see what was out there because during the pandemic, they had a shortage on that kind of stuff. So you couldn't find it anywhere. And... I just decided to go look again. I looked through a couple of things and it's like, I saw one that I liked right away. And it's like, for some reason I knew it, that was the one exact one that I wanted. So it was right there for me. So I felt that that was one thing that was manifested for me. Yeah. Well, and so cool too, because, you know, before we started, I just pulled out some cards. Um, and that was the one thing that it shows you. I have the Empress is the very first card I pulled out for you and all those thoughts, ideas, and things. And it really talks about the success that you're going to have, the new adventures that you're going to have this year. But what I really liked was the very last card I pulled was you reaching your dreams, your goals, and jumping up to the stars. Like there's so much in the spread that I pulled out that shows me, um, you know, some of the very cool things. And, you know, part of your personality already shows that you like success and you like people, and, but you like to do things for other people is the other thing too. So this isn't just about for you, it's about the experiences that you're gonna to give to other people. Um, and that's very car. Um, cool that I see too but you're all about tradition too so you know not that you do safety first but you like to have um how do I want to say that like a routine you like your routines and things like that so I like when your guides sort of bump you out of that is what they're saying so that you have very playful guides around you is what they're just showing me so there's always you know something that you can laugh or feel around you too is what they're just showing me but I do feel that around you there's some writing that you have to do so I I kind of feel like I'm seeing that a lot around you um 
there's money growing on trees around you too. So just so you know that. <laughs> well, that's really positive news. And thank you so much for taking time to do those for me. I do appreciate that, obviously. And um, sounds really interesting, especially that money money tree thing. I could use that for sure. <laughs> I'm sure everybody could. So, um, but uh, going forward here, um, sort of, have you been doing anything during the pandemic that you like to talk about? I know it's been hard on everybody and that's part about what this podcast is about is sort of drawing everybody together and showcasing that, yeah, there's different ways of doing things. So um, is there anything that you've been doing lately that you like to talk about? So I found that um, with everyone that I speak to, I need to, you know, I, as I'm drawing the cards, I'm asking them how they're coping because this has been very stressful for people. And then I sort of give them an idea of where we are just with planets and things like that to help them understand that there's a bigger picture happening with all of this before um, we came into um, the virus, I'd already seen that there was three phases and that, you know, that there would always, you know, when it came down to the vaccines, it would be tricky with all of that. So, um, but that, you know, for myself, I've really found that I've really had to um, work with um, being very focused on being very grateful and all the positive and feeling that we're living the best life ever and recognizing that most of us on this planet have chosen to be here at this time. Um, so, you know, this is a very exciting um, place to be. And I always say that planet Earth is like going to Canada's wonderland, that when we sign up to come down to Earth and to do our lessons here, um, you know, we, we choose Earth to come because of all the rides. You know, you might want to go on the safe ride like the merry-go-round, but most of us are going on, you know, those crazy roller coaster rides where you're screaming and you're feeling all this stuff. And um, you know, we want to experience as many things. So um, I remind people that that's part of our journey that, you know, we're here to experience things and, you know, and if I can help them on their road to get through this, that's what we do. Um, but I know myself, you know, because I feel so much of the energy out there, the stress, the pain, the fear is a big one. It, it's, it's very easy to get sucked into the dark hole. So keeping everything very positive is so important right now. And knowing that we're in this together and knowing that as we're going through this pandemic, that we're going through this so that we can connect to everyone and that we're going to be more peaceful. We're going to be more, um, we're gonna have bigger voices out in the world. And part of what's happening is the deconstruction of the old. And part of this new order is making sure that people have no lack, that they're, if there's no drinking water, we're gonna make sure people have drinking water. We're gonna make sure that people have food on the table. And the most important thing that I love is that we're gonna be more community-minded, that we're going to help each other. So I'm, you know, I know this is the toughest thing, but birthing something new is always gonna be challenging. And I think that this is what this pandemic is about 
is reminding us that there, and what a great day to have at this talk is on Easter Sunday when we're remembering that we, you know, it's a rebirth, there's something new. We're at the, the beginning of something so great and so wonderful. And it's hard because people out there are so fearful that we all just need to lend a hand by energetically, by sending that vibe, positive vibration to reminding people that we're just here to help them and to connect, right? Yes, uh, totally for sure. And I think that's one thing too that I've always hope that would come from this issue that we're all having right now is that people will be nicer to each other at the end of it people will respect each other more at the end of it and that will help each other out more at the end of it because there is light coming and i just hope that people realize after all that we've been through that you know not everybody is singled out as number one anymore we're all in this together and i hope that people just don't have that you know number one ego type mentality anymore so i hope it kind of goes away after a while well and and i think that's the biggest thing that the mercury energy it was keeping up with the joneses where when we're coming to the aquarius energy you know and that's why we're able to manifest and and get things more quickly remember that three levels too right so you have the people that are in the fear so those are the people that are walking to florida um, you know, they're the ones that are struggling finding and they're, they find it challenging. So we need to re be mindful and remember that, you know, when someone is being, you know, that they're having those moments where they're unkind, we've not walked a mile in their shoes, but they're really struggling in there. So, and that's how they're dealing with it. So my thing is, is I'm going to send them out the positive white light and, you know, and I'll, I'll just keep sending it because they need some help right now. So does the person that, you know, is very tearful and, you know, those are the people we need to give the hugs to, right? So we're sending the virtual hugs because we can't touch right now. So we need to make sure that they have a blanket around them and that they're okay. And that, so the more that we can send out positive and if we can do it all together and if we can envision this world being, a better place to live and everybody just takes that moment every day to focus on that we can really do a lot of healing and raising the vibration in the world right so and and that's my big thing is that if we could collectively do all this together what a difference we could make uh, yes totally agree again i think it's a valid point um, we're making here today like you said especially on this uh, day today here on Easter weekend. So um, thank you so much, Cindy, for offering your thoughts on that. And I appreciate you uh, taking time out to uh, talk to us here today on Haunting Live Podcast. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed yourself as well. And um, is there anything that you'd like to just promote before we say goodbye to you today? Do you have a website or anything that you want to talk about? Um, my website is just my name. So it's just Cindy Tryon. So I try to keep as simple as I can, um, you know, um, I think the biggest thing that I just want to promote today is that everyone find that little piece of intuition inside themselves and, you know, and keep an ear out to see just who's talking to themselves, you know, um, they're more than welcome to reach out, but, um, you know, I just want everybody to be happy and, and, love their lives 
yeah, definitely a good message as well. Um, well, thank you, Cindy, so much for being here today on Haunted Light Podcast as our guest uh, for this episode. I appreciate you taking time out and us finally being able to connect. I know we are supposed to do it much earlier, but uh, I'm glad you're able to do it today, too. So thank you so much for being here. Well, everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. again, thank you so much for having me. And yes, thank you very much and uh, have a great weekend. Thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. There we go. And uh, that was Cindy Tryon uh, joining us here from out west. Uh, she's out west right now. She's normally from here in Ontario, but she's just out west and uh, taking time out today to joining us here on Haunted Live Podcast. And also, also all of you, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed that uh, interview with our great guest today. Uh, she had some wonderful messages in there and uh, most appropriate for uh, Easter weekend here. So, uh, Take a listen back if you want to hear what she's talking about again today. Uh, Definitely stuff on things like validation and stuff like that. So I think it's a wonderful way to end the weekend off here. And I hope you guys have been having a wonderful long weekend. Uh, We have here as well. So uh, great weather outside today and uh, a beautiful weekend to come. But uh, a couple things just before we go, as usual, guys. Uh, thank you so much for all your support, of course. We appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week here on Haunting Life Podcast. It means a great deal to us that you follow us on social media and uh, you support us in that way. And uh, don't forget, you can check us out on the social media apps, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. We're on all of them. So if you have any messages or you want to follow us or support us, uh, best way to support us is to share our work. Uh, that shows that you care. So if you can, uh, share our stuff and uh, we'll help out that way as well. Uh, also, on our website right now, we have our merch section. Uh, I've changed the layout around a bit here on our uh, template for Facebook for streaming. Um, for those that watch live, uh, you'll notice there is a merch bar. So that's to remind you guys that there is a merch section on our website where you can get some great products that we have available for sale. Uh, mostly it is stuff to do with things that we deal with in the paranormal field. So you can get your crystals, you can get cleansing materials, you can get pendulums, uh, you can get uh, different things that are handmade. Uh, Chris makes a bunch of stuff here at Haunting Light Podcast. So uh, you can get spiritual bags for your crystals or your tarot cards. Uh, you can get uh, different things like handmade trees and uh, gift ideas. And we also have a new jewelry section up on our website where there is crafted jewelry out of the crystals that we can get. Uh, there are sets, there's earrings, and there's necklaces. So you can go check out that. And right now, actually on our website, we have them at 15% off for jewelry. So you can guys can go check out the jewelry uh, on our website right now on sale at 15% off. Um, Also, I want to mention, as always, uh, Ghost of the Queen's tickets are on sale right now. Um, They are on sale for $140 for the whole weekend. So if you guys are looking forward to getting out and coming out to an event, we are hosting a in-person, probably limited capacity uh, public event on Halloween weekend this year at the Queen's Inn in Stratford, Ontario. If you're in the area and you want to check it out that weekend, check out our website under the events tab and the tickets are available there. So uh, uh, those are still available for sale and we are looking forward to that weekend coming up. But uh, other than that, guys, that's about all. But don't forget to check out Chris's readings. He does readings on Wednesday nights at 8.30 right here on Haunting Live Podcast Facebook page. So you can check out uh, any readings and send in your questions to Chris beforehand. And uh, he'll get to those questions first when he does readings. 
uh, readings are Wednesday nights at 8.30 on spiritual messages from the other side. So check that out. And that's about all for us here at Haunted Light Podcast. So thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Uh, hope you had a great long weekend. Happy Easter to everybody. And we'll look forward to seeing you guys back here next week for the next episode. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great weekend.